0: What's up, my goons? Welcome to episode one of Bench Babble. Gang, gang. What's up, my goons? Yo, if you're listening to this, Hell yeah, because this is episode motherfucking one. We are making some fucking history right here. I'm smacking my jewel. We're jeweling and booling. It's uh, 10.47 p.m. and we're ready to go. I've been thinking about this for the past 30 minutes. Straight up, made a little picture for the podcast, came up with the name. It's Bench Babble. None of you have any fucking clue what that is, but I'm about to tell you because it's okay. We don't know, but we will know. It's cool. It's cool. In high school... I was a shit athlete. I'm sure all of us at some point were like, hey, I don't I don't want to have a desk job. I don't want to be fucking going getting coffee for boss, man, and all that bullshit. So at some point, most of us at Nashville at some point were like, oh, I want to do music. Or maybe, maybe that was just what you wanted to do before you decided, hey, I don't want a fucking desk job. But most people at some point in their lives have some sport, or something they do. And they're like, I'm going to fucking be that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make my bank that way. And for the majority of us, we come to the sad realization. I'm either fucking unathletic as shit. Or I ha- don't have nearly the work, or the, the drive to become a professional athlete. And I was a, a, I was a shit athlete, okay? I played high school basketball. That was it. That was all I got. At some point, even in high school, I was like, I want to do this in college. I'm going to be great. No, no, I wasn't. I was awful and I rode the bench, but I made some great friends on the bench. Some of my, some of my good friends from back home in Northern Virginia, we would just sit on the bench and babble about a bunch of random shit. There's really not much to the name of the story of the story of the podcast. Other than that, we were shit athletes that never played. We were never going to play. So we didn't even pay attention to the game. We didn't give a fuck about the game. We were an awful team. We always lost games. I'm pretty sure my senior year we set a record for the worst basketball record in school history. We went went like something like 1 in 15. Awful. Awful. But we came up with the name Bench Babble at some point and said we should start a podcast, which we never did because we were lazy in high school and smoking weed and dumb bullshit like that. So now here I am with the name Bench Babble. And really nothing else planned. So, this is going to be a complete Warwind shit show of a podcast. But it's the first one. It's got a weird name. I'm the only one here. We might change shit. Who knows? It's okay. It's okay. Because we're figuring it out. We're getting a feel. I'm behind this mic like a narcissistic motherfucking piece of shit. But I love it. I love this shit. I'm giddy right now. This is going to be dope. Okay. So... Bird scooters. Fuck bird scooters. They're in like every major city now. Everyone knows about them. This isn't a new thing. They've been around for a year plus something like that. They've been in Nashville for a while. Um, People on bird scooters are fucking reckless. I don't know. The only time I've used a bird scooter is when I'm too drunk to drive my car. But I'm not trying to walk or I don't have money to Uber. Or I'm just drunk and I'm like, yo, I want to ride that motorized scooter thing that looks dope as hell. I feel like I could pick up some dope-ass chicks. You know, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there are reasons to ride a bird scooter. But there aren't good reasons to ride a bird scooter. Unless unless you're poor and you're trying to just fucking go around. I don't know. Maybe there are. There aren't to me. Because all the people I see on bird scooters are fucking head-asses. Going, like, three people on one bird scooter. Drunk off their ass. Honestly, I if you're drunk... It's safer to drive a car. Maybe not for other people, but for yourself. Like you're not wearing a helmet. I know they say to wear a helmet. No one wears a helmet. No one's a dork like that. It is safer to drive a car for yourself. I have a friend who who's who tore up his whole arm driving home drunk on a bird scooter, flipped over because he was fucked up. Like what? What do you expect to happen? Another another story. I I when was it? I think it was it was this past semester. So this past spring. I was being studious as fuck. You know me. Anyone who's listening to this podcast probably knows me, and that's the reason they're listening to it. So anyone who knows that listens to this podcast knows that I am a studious ass motherfucker. I don't. I don't go to parties. I don't waste time like that. I study. And one particular morning, it was about seven a.m. Seven fucking a.m. I was pulling out of my apartment. My apartment has a little alleyway behind it, but it's my front door faces the alleyway. So for me, that's like the direct street out. So, I'm taking my car out that motherfucking alleyway at 7 in the morning. I get to the end of the alleyway. I'm about to take a right. I'm about to go to Fido. I'm about to get me a coffee. And I'm about to do some motherfucking studying. I look to my right. And before I can fucking move, this bitch flies out of fucking left field. Like, out of frame. From the fucking trees. Guerrilla war tactic style. Straight Onto the fucking hood of my car. Like, she was in some fucking action movie about a barrel roll over this shit. Shoot some Soviet-ass motherfuckers. But no, it's seven in the morning. The fuck? Alright, so the first thing I look over, and even though it's not my fault, I'm like, Shit. Are you okay? I get out of my car. I'm like, are you alive? Second thing I notice... After she apologizes to me because she, she she is mortified that she just fucking ran into a car with a bird scooter like the dumbest piece of shit at 7 in the morning. But the second thing I noticed is whether whether it was her boyfriend or her husband or her just her friend, I don't know. Definitely looked like a boyfriend though because he had the nerve 10 feet standing back t- just shaking his head at her. Just shaking his fucking head being like, see this is why I was 10 feet back because I seen this alleyway like a normal person and was like, "You know, it's about time for work. A car may be coming out of there. So I'm going to I'm going to slow my ass down. But no, she was full fucking speed ahead. I don't know if they're about to go get fucking like some fucking biscuit love. I don't know if they're about to go get some fucking Hattie B's. Hattie B's isn't even open then, but they're about to go start the line. Like I don't know, but she was in a rush to do something. And I get out of my car. I'm, you know, I'm not about to exchange insurance information with a fucking bird scooter. Are you see? No. No, I don't have time for that. I gotta go study because I'm studious. They need to go. Bird scooters are dumb. They're, they're oh my God. Especially if you're driving. Nashville drivers are already shitty enough. Everybody knows that. We don't need little fucking insects spinning around. It, I've seen fucking bird scooters go. Like straight up on the double yellow line in the middle of a road, like that's their pathway. What? They're they asking for it, honestly. At a certain point, I'm if I hit a bird scooter and they're not like in the lane Well I don't know, like a grandmother. I'm just gonna say, Hey, hey, what did you think was gonna happen? You know? What did what did you think was gonna happen? God, I hate those fucking scooters. Yeah, so I haven't done shit today. Um That's why I decided to make a podcast. That's what you do when you're feeling unproductive, right? You're like, all right, let's make a podcast. See, some people go down little rabbit trails on YouTube, look up like the top scariest fucking haunted houses in America. Me, nah, no, I just wanna I just wanna sit behind a mic and fucking rant for however long this is gonna be. Honestly, I'm not keeping track. I'm just going to keep going until I don't have shit to say. Ugh. It's been a nice-ass fucking week. It's hot as balls. But I'm here for it. I'm a sweaty-ass motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. I'll step outside. And as soon as I... I, I have friends that, that say to me, you know, when they're really sweating, they're like, hey. I don't... Hey. They're, they will say the expression... <coughs> Uh, Jules got me. They'll say the expression, there is sweat literally dripping down my back. When I walk outside and it's 75 plus degree weather, sweat's already there. That's where the sweat starts. Is in the is in my back. If you've ever seen me at a at a party or at a concert or going to get my mail or saying hi to a teacher, or going to get lunch. Or talking right, right, right now. If you're here, no one's, maybe someone's here right now. We don't really know that. I'm sweating down my back. There's a sweat stain on my back going down through my boxers. It's sweat central. Nashville is a fucking humidity dome. This shit's ridiculous. But that doesn't really matter. I'm still sweaty. I'm, I'm, I'm I've accepted it. My dad always tries to come for me and says, you know, like, you got that from me. I understand. I have it too. But my dad's a swimmer. Anytime he's sweating, he's just in the pool. You don't see the sweat. That doesn't fucking count. Plus, if you're ripped, like, my dad is the, is the most ripped 50-year-old I've ever seen in my life. If you're ripped and you're sweaty, that is a completely different thing than if you're fat and you're sweaty. Now, I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm anything. It's that. No, I'm, I have a belly have some love handles I'm aware of my physical appearance and it is very different for a guy like me to have some pit stains and a back sweat stain than it is for I don't know Dwayne the Rock Johnson you see that man with sweat stains you're like man his muscles are working hard you see a guy like me sweating it's like man that dude ate a lot of fucking meat today those meat sweats are really fucking coming out that fat piece of shit don't even act like you don't. Don't even. Don't even act like you don't see that big ass dude coming out of Hattie B's. Like, shit, he went in on that motherfucking piece of fucking fried chicken. There's no way you don't think, oh man, he got that hot. He should have gotten the. Mo-. You know what? He should have hit the gym. That's what they. That's what he should have done. But I own it. Anyone who's listening to this podcast probably knows me. and Knows that I don't give a fuck what people think. If I give a fuck what people think, I wouldn't be going to parties. I wouldn't be going to any kind of activity from fucking March until fucking November. I would be in my house with the fan on. Right on my nuts. That's right. Right on the good spot. But no, honestly, like, there's no reason to feel self-conscious about that shit. I don't have time for that shit. People who comment why why I'm sweating. I'm just, you know, depending on what the situation is. I always have an answer for that shit. If I'm at a party, they're like, oh, man, you're really sweaty. I'm like, yeah, just pork this bitch in the bathroom 15 minutes ago. Oh, top. No, I'm kidding. I don't say shit like that. I'm just, I I, I really couldn't care less. (sighs) But I can't stand this heat. It's too much. I've been hooping. I've been hooping pretty much every day this week. Shout out Parrotfish, Connor, and Trace, and... Christian and some of the boys have been hooping with this week. The past few weeks. We've been hooping outside. And the only part of... Like, I love basketball to death. Like I said, I was a shitty athlete. But if I had any of the talent that I do now back then, I would have been a high school star. It would have been great. Not saying that I'm a high school... Not saying I'm a star now. But I am the level of what a high school star at my school would have been. But the thing that sucks... Is it gets up to, you know, 100 ball sweat degrees out. And we're going shirts and skins. I want to be skin, bro. Let me be skin. Skin me. Let me get that skin. Skin. But no, dude. I take my shirt off. And I'm like a fucking oiled up slick bean out there. No one wants to have their face rubbed up on my hairy ass sweaty back. And I don't want to do that to people. I don't want to do that. It's different. It's different than feeling self-conscious about it. It's I don't want to be rubbing up my fucking bucket of sweat on the homie that I'm balling with. That's not cool. That's not cool. So I sit there with my fucking beater on because that's the lightest piece of clothing I could find a ball in. Still drenched in sweat. Fucking baking. Fucking baking sporting a consistent farmer's tan out there let me tell you i look like farmer joe straight fucking back from the alabama farm it's not great but it's a tan and i'm a white as fuck dude so i'll take what i can get Mm. but yeah other than balling man i've really just been working in the stew cooking up some fucking stew it's tough it's tough I've been on probation since about February and, uh, I mean, shout out to probation. I wouldn't have started releasing music had not been for that, but once I got sober, I was like, all right, what do I do with my time now? And it's pretty much just been music. And I swear to God, dude, most days I about to fucking lose my mind in here, but it's okay because that's what it's all about. You got to get in those dark corners of your fucking mind and crank out the dopest shit because that's when you're about, when your back's to the wall, wow, (laughs) when your back's to the wow, that's when you start making dope shit. I realized that music is so much more important to me than the shit that I had given, than I had given it credit before. I would smoke a joint and I didn't give a fuck about anything. That's how it is. And don't get me wrong. Shout out weed. Weed's dope. Weed is tight. But it really do take your ambition. It really do. But I'm going to stop talking about weed, though, because now I want to smoke a joint. I really think that in about 10, 15 years, there's going to be a wave of people that get cancer because of Juul. Like, I think it's one of, I think it, I really think it's going to be one of those things we have in like history books of like, oh, well, Americans didn't know what was in it really. And now they're all dead. I mean, we, w- w- it's better than cigarettes because we know what's in cigarettes. Bunch of fucking tar and chemicals and shit. That's going to murder your fucking lungs and your children and your children's children. But what do we know about Jewel? Nada nothing swear to god dude swear to god there's gonna be a wave of cancer because of jewels and we're gonna look back at all those memes because they're gonna be there because we have social media and we're gonna look back at all this shit and be like damn we sucked we fucking screwed the pooch we screwed our own pooch but it feels good right you know Nothing hits like the jewel. Can't deny it. Smoke 10 cigarettes at the same time. Still don't hit like the jewel. God, man. We're all fucked. I've tried quitting here and there. You know, it's, it's really just every time I think about the jewel, I hit it. That's where I'm at. And it's bad. So I've tried to make it a rule about every 10 or 20 times I think about the jewel. So when I hit it. It's not bad. It works. It really does. It makes me not smoke it for a good half an hour, hour at a time. Take two or three big rips. Boom. Another half an hour, hour. And see, it's better than looking at the clock. Because if I was like, oh, I'm not going to smoke it for another hour. I'd be looking at the clock like, I'm not going to make it. It's like if someone had a stopwatch of you while you're doing a plank. Remember those fucking planks? The shit we had to do in PE, that shit was probably the most fucking grueling shit I've ever been through in my life. We had to do a minute plank, I remember one time, just to go in from PE. My dad was the PE teacher. I was the last one out there. He was like, Ryan, you're not going to class. You gotta do the fucking plank. I remember sitting there, oh my god. Sweat dripping down where my beard would be in 20 years. 10 years. I'm only 21. That didn't make sense. But yeah, dude, I can't stand that. Straight up ever since I started talking about jewels, now I've been ripping it every ten seconds. It's bad. But it's not weed. That's what I can't be doing. Fucking probe. We got another hundred to two hundred days. But it's okay. Honestly, for what it's worth, getting arrested was pretty fucking hilarious. Like, it wasn't at the time. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't, I was not, you know, I was not crazy about the idea of getting arrested. But I just bawled. Just got my ball on. With my boy Cole. Smoked a J before and a J after. Butt naked. Getting ready to shower. Chilling. I was chilling. It was a good day. And... I hear this fucking. I swear to God, dude, it was like a witch. Like I can't describe the sound. It sounded like a witch was like yamming on my door. Like a a homeless person that I may have passed up giving change was like they found my address and they're fucking coming for that money. I think honestly, I think it was my cat that was screaming because it, I it, there were not it, there was no woman cops. I don't think that's the protocol when you're. You know, searching a house or an apartment. But yeah, so like, I mean, there's a scream. I get up, throw my shorts on, inside out backwards, as quick as possible. And there are nine, nine cops on my little porch. About three with ARs, the rest with pistols or some, you know, some didn't, some were standing back, just fucking, you know, fucking cucks just watching the shit go down, (laughs) busting, alright, no, they were, yeah, so they, anyways, there was about nine cops there, um, and they're, you know, fucking knocking on the door, like, open up police or metro or whatever they fucking said, and, you know, I, I, I walked the door, I fucking opened the door, I'm not, you know, I'm not about to, I, I played it out in my mind what I would do if that ever, if I ever got arrested, if, if the police ever came knocking, And I would go immediately fucking, whether they were looking or not, grab my weed, flush that shit, try and flush my scale. It was tiny. It might've worked, but I didn't. I'd open the door because I was high as balls. I was tired as fuck. I wasn't about to run from cops. I was about to get tackled with my bare ass showing all that bullshit. So I opened the door and the first thing they say are, where are your weapons? (laughs) And I, I just, you know, I said, I don't have any weapons they said, where are your weapons? <laughs> and I said, I don't have any weapons. I don't know who they thought they were arresting. But they probably assumed I had face tattoos. Let's just put it that way. Man. So, I, you know, after they get the, the point, you know, across. Or I get the point across. I don't have any fucking weapons. You know. I wasn't like. I wasn't caught off guard. I mean, I was caught off guard. They were there. But I wasn't like, oh, why are the cops arresting me? You know what I mean? Like, I I, I knew what they were there for. I didn't know why. I didn't know how. I mean, I knew why. I didn't know how. Um, So, yeah, their bitch asses fucking searched my apartment for like an hour. And I'm sitting there on my couch, chair, whatever, shirtless, shorts, inside out, backwards, handcuffed. And I'm just letting it all sink in. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm about to get kicked out of Belmont. I'm about to have a felony on my record. And as they're wrapping up, you know, the the main detective or who I I, I won't name for my own safety or my own protection. I'm um, sure I shouldn't do that. He starts questioning me. And if you have any sense, all y'all know, don't fucking talk to the cops. Don't do it. Wait for your fucking lawyer. But I didn't. I didn't. I started talking. Cause I was a dumb piece of shit. I was a dumb piece of shit. I, I started, I really did. I started talking. Um, they asked me shit like, you know, I was trying, the thing was, I thought I was smart. I was going to try and downplay everything about my organization. They said, you know, how many people do you sell to? I was like, ah, oh, a couple friends, bitch. I was selling to hundreds of people. They asked how many, how many deals have you done? I said, maybe a hundred. I'd probably done thousands. I thought I was doing, I thought I was a real fucking Sherlock homie out there, downplaying everything about it, but they asked me the the funniest question, funniest, the, the funniest part about this whole fucking encounter, is they asked me, so how much, how much weed, how much marijuana, how much cannabis, see, do you pick up on, you know, on a regular basis? And my dumbass says, you know, a couple eights, you know, maybe maybe a couple cues, a couple eights, a couple cues. What are you dumb as fuck? No one picks up a couple eights or a couple. You put that shit together, you get that cheaper price. Everybody knows that. Cops know that. But I said a couple eights, a couple cues. This man points over to my mason jar of weed. He says, how much is that? And i him in dead in the eye. I say, Bowed an ounce. And as soon as I say that, I turn away, I turn away and I just say, fuck. <laughs> out loud. I just say, fuck. I knew I fucked up. And I'm like I'm lying to this cop who was literally like pointing out the fact that I'm lying. Shit was funny, dude. Shit was funny. Oh man. And that's when he reassured me, you know, like, yo, you can be honest. Fuck. No, I'm not gonna be honest with you. I shouldn't even be talking. I should fucking be zippering my mouth like that fucking X-Men dude with the fucking, or like a horror movie where they sh- sew the motherfucking mouth shut. And that's what I should have done. But no, I wanted to screw my own pooch. But the best part was they asked me, you know, they were like, well, so who, who do you pick up from? I said, bitch, I pick up from a lot of people. I didn't say bitch. I said I pick up from a lot of people. In a derogatory tone. Yeah, that's right. I'm a badass. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. They say, how, how, you know, who do you pick up from? And I, I was like, no, I'm not answering that. I said, well, I did, I did say I pick up from a lot of people. And then they were like, you know, well, you should cooperate with us. Cause then you'll have like two misdemeanor citations. And you won't go downtown. But I wasn't about a snitch. Cause I'm not a snitch. I'm not a six, nine. I don't got face tattoos, but they did. They said, you know, here are your three options. You can cooperate. You get two misdemeanor citations. You can think about it and spend the night downtown. Or you can lawyer up and go downtown. Which pretty much the last two options were the same fucking thing. Um, but what I knew was from any cop, police, TV show, movie, what you what have, what you have what have you, what have you, what have you, what have you. I know that if you ask a fucking cop for a cigarette, they'll give you one. Maybe that's just an in interrogation's. And maybe that's just in the 80s when they smoked inside. But I fucking wanted one. Because I was tweaking out. I mean, I was calm as fuck. Don't get me wrong. But in my head, I was like, mm, I'm going to be going to jail for the night. I'm not going to be able to hit my jewel or smoke a cig. I'm on a damn cig. So they gave me one. They gave me one. And they lit it for me. And I was on my front porch, which is my back porch, facing the alleyway. And... I felt like a fucking badass. I was standing there, handcuffed, shorts inside out, backwards, no shirt, puffing a cig. Sure, I'd just been arrested. Didn't give a fuck. In reality, it was the worst cigarette I've ever had in my life. I'm handcuffed. I can't ash the shit. I was like bobbing my head like a fucking dolphin trying to hit a ball, like, or a seal, whatever, what the fuck ever. I could, I looked like a straight up dumbass. Like, I looked like I had never smoked a cigarette before. Ash all in my eyes. All in my face. The the ash on a cigarette is about as long as a cigarette. Like a fucking dweeb, dude. Like a fucking dweeb. But I didn't give a fuck, dude. I was like, yeah, that's right. I just earned myself a cigarette. God, man. Uh. And then we we're about to go downtown. And I asked if I could change into some more comfortable clothing. Which they were chill about. So I just stripped down butt naked in front of these cops. I was like, alright, this is happening. And I want to make sure I look fly for my fucking mugshot. Which I still haven't found. I really want it. I want to make it an album cover. You're not a rapper until you have a mugshot album cover. Everybody knows that. But alright. This has been fun. We've talked about basketball. We've talked about fucking 12... We've talked about sweat down my back. we talked about screwing our own pooch. We've really, really gotten all over the place tonight. I told you guys it was going to be a whirlwind shit show of a podcast. And that's exactly what's happened. But it's been fun. I've had fun. I've hoped you'd have, you, you've had fun. So uh, thanks for listening. And tune into the next one. Peace out.